Here's the pitch on the way. A swing and a belt. Left field. Way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. As Joe Carter hits a three-run home run in the ninth inning. And the Blue Jays have repeated as World Series champions. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. in his first offering. Just a bit outside. Now the pitch. That's a high drive. He breaks another way back. Might be out of here. It's off the wall. One run is in. Two runs are in. A third man scores. And look at this star. And now Dietrich. Back to back to way back. Oh, me in cold. I'm ready to play. Man, that gets me so hard. <laughs> Dude, e- easily the best intro you've done. I am so excited about that, man. It just gets me so psyched. Talk about baseball. We're back, baby. Back in the dugout. So, yeah, so I will say highlights of the podcast, I think. Podcast theme, written and produced by me. Yes, sir. Love it. Um, mainly because it's very catchy. I find it annoying now, but I think it's, <laughs> it's because it's catchy. Uh, number two, our dugout theme. I honestly think that you could like sell the dugout theme if you wanted to to <laughs> well, like an actual baseball podcast. I probably could. However, I it stole the music illegally, so we haven't. Uh, uh, I'm surprised we haven't been caught. It's a good thing we're not any more popular than we are because we should not be using other people's music every uh, episode. But we do. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you could get away with a certain amount of time. But yeah, th- well, in that one plus two, I don't know if you can like have all the audio from the games too. Oh God, we're, no. we're in a pretty gray area. Oh God, so. no. yeah, they would sue us so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Making it work. <laughs> jokes on um, you we haven't made a penny from this <laughs> well that too i think that helps garnish my um, wages man, yeah do it Fucking, i don't care <laughs> all right back in the dugout um have not done a dugout episode since last season the yeah. end of last season um so it's been a long time since we have uh you know been in the dugout been in the bullpen uh you know so we're ready we're ready to talk about some baseball so once again if you don't like baseball this probably ain't the one for you <laughs> however stick around i don't know you may yeah it'll be fun anyway <laughs> well we we have a kind of a rule with the dugout episodes we always wanted them to be like overwhelmingly positive so we tend to not like go off on as many rants sure yeah you know what I mean? Like we we try to make it overwhelmingly positive, kind of our, uh, you know, our our, our strictly positive episodes. <laughs> yeah. To be the dugout episodes, but anyways, man. Um, well, I do have a lightning round that is uh, completely baseball themed, but what am I thinking? I'm getting way too fucking yeah, ahead of come myself, on, man. Mitch. You it s- is Sunday. Baseball's on today. What you drinking, buddy? Come on, man. I'm glad you asked. I am drinking. A Budweiser that you left in my fridge. 
<laughs> About a month ago, I uh, didn't really get a chance to go shopping this week, uh, but I had plenty of these. Um, I'm going to pour it into my Cincinnati rug Reds pint glass, and Hells it works yeah. out that I think, isn't Budweiser the official beer of the Reds? Oh, wait, shit. I think you're fucking right. <laughs> I think well, I tell you be. what, plot twist, I'm changing everything I'm doing because, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brief pause. We'll be back. I also have a Budweiser that I will now be drinking. Yes! <laughs> Just so we can drink the same beer. It finally happened. <laughs> and it's a I don't Budweiser. Know, I don't even know why I drink Budweiser so much. I like Budweiser. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I think it's just because it's like... I, I I don't know. It's just not expensive. It's like, it, it's just cheaper. It's a full beer. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 what I've never really understood. Whenever someone like goes out and like buys a case for a party, it's always like a Bud Light, a Miller Light, Coors Light. Why would you get a light beer when the full version of that is the same price? It's twice as tasty. Like I don't I don't get it. Why is why is Bud Light more popular than Budweiser? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because I, I think it's like, I think it's that thing where like those lighter beers you could just smash like ten, yeah, and yeah. just you know it, it just has such a different effect. Um, although I, I don't know, I'm not sure. I agree with you, but yes, Budweiser, the official sponsor of Two Friends, Three Questions, <laughs> and the Cincinnati Reds. Exactly. <laughs> Sponsor us, damn it. <laughs> I do kind of want one sponsor before we head out the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, we could probably make Just, it happen. Um, I'm pretty sure Incense Zen will sponsor anybody so we can <laughs> see if we exactly. can get on that. Uh, there's a place pretty close to my house called Bob's Bait and Tackle. I'm pretty sure we could get them to sponsor. Just throw in a few bones and... That would actually be amazing. We should actually <laughs> look into that. Except I'm going to censor that part out because they didn't pay a shit yet, so why give them free advertising? Sorry, that Bob. <laughs> Fuck you, Budweiser. <laughs> and and Ryan Geis. I have pleaded my case many a times, and no one has gotten back to me. There. Well, one of these days, man. One of these days. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Here's what I think is going to happen. We're going to have like a Van Gogh or like a Picasso. Well, no, I think Pablo Picasso was famous while he was alive. Van Gogh, I believe, was not. Yeah. We're gonna have a thing happen where we're gonna we're gonna hit the hundredth episode. We're gonna do the hundredth episode. It's gonna be a party. We're gonna say bye to everybody. We're gonna thank everybody. We're gonna go on about our lives, and then like <laughs> twenty years later, right? Twenty years yeah. later, for some reason, our podcast is gonna it's just gonna explode. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, they're, we're gonna be a meme. You know, and and it's like all this like the the two dumbest people ever to make a podcast, <laughs> right. and there's like an HBO documentary about us and shit. Exactly. And yeah. then that's when finally <laughs> it will circle back we'll around. Do a, we'll do a reunion show for sure if that's what the people want. Then uh, no, our podcast is definitely the Pinkerton of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty fair. Yeah, ten years from now, people are going to be like, you know, this is brilliant, right? This is art. <laughs> <laughs> this is art. <laughs> oh God. All right. Anyways, uh, we're drinking. Uh, we're drinking Budweiser. I, there's nothing really to say about it, right? I mean, yeah, you've had Budweiser before, so tastes like beer. <laughs> now, I will say the thing that I like about Budweiser, and this is why I think I buy it, because when I was a wee lad, and 
I would think about what beer was and what beer tasted like, whether through marketing or an alcoholic father, I'm not sure. <laughs> I always pictured Budweiser. Sure. So uh, so now it's just like, I think that if anybody can think of what is like the baseline for beer to me, it's Budweiser. I would agree like, with that. Anything you do with beer, Budweiser's like the control mm-hmm. to me. That's that's how I envision Budweiser. So that's why I buy it. There, there's nothing great about it. There's nothing bad about it. It's just Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm kind of into Budweiser. Yeah, I got you, man. I'm right there with you. Yeah, they they they've they've done a killer job marketing wise, um, especially with the horses. That's kind of a cool thing. Um, yeah, and the one other cool thing I think they've done that not not a whole lot of other people do. Um, looking at the can, they have not changed this can like the logo or the design since they've been a thing. Like that's a very Coca Cola thing to do. Yeah, it's like they've definitely gone through. They they have they have tried to change it, but to little to no avail. Yeah, these cans still look like the very early. Budweiser beer cans. So yeah. they really have kept it really consistent. And also, they're the king of beers. They're, they're the king, the king of, beers. of beers. They're the kings. <laughs> so, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. And it is a U.S. brewery. So I don't know. Yeah. True that. True that. <laughs> Support that. There's not many that aren't, though, right? Like Yingling is, Sam Adams is. Yeah, a lot of a lot of those uh, large batch breweries are. However, the the funny thing is, I don't know if you knew this. You probably do. Um, Budweiser basically stole the recipe from a German beer company and brought it over to America. And it was such you know a long time ago that they got away with it. That they were just like they they and they. It's even like the name Budweiser is a very German name. Like it, yeah. it's it's Bud based Weiser. off of like Budweisen is what it was called, but. Because we're in America, they're like, "Yeah, I'll take a an American Bud," even though it's a it's a very German beer. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, um, yeah, I only kind of knew that, so that yeah. is kind of interesting. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Mitch, um, we have a lot of baseball to talk about, so let's get into the lightning round. Let's get our let's get our baseball lightning round going. Yes, let's do it. All right, Mitch, this time I have a set of baseball-themed lightning round questions so I'm kind of excited for. Yeah, me too. Um, so let's get into it. Mitch, you're watching a baseball game. Hell, Mitch, in fact, you're playing a baseball game, okay? You need a little something to keep your uh, yourself going, okay? You know, keep yourself from getting bored out there, probably playing, uh, let's be honest, probably right field. Sure. Um, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> rude um yeah <laughs> you got to keep yourself occupied when you're sitting on the bench the whole game <laughs> exactly. um sunflower seeds or dip or gum oh man um i could go either way so i started out when i did play a little league i was super into big league chew because uh it was right. like a gum that reminded me of like you know dipping um uh sunflower seeds are fun though i mean it, it definitely occupies you um it's pretty American. Um, I really only ever played Little League, so I wasn't old enough to actually dip while playing a game. Um, I probably would now. <laughs> it's just yeah. the pastime, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess, like, so if you're watching a game, do you partake in anything, or do you just kind of sit there and drink a beer? I mean, I'll sit there and drink a beer, yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, a lot of times I'll put a Zen in, but that's just because that's my life and I'm addicted, so. Yeah, Zenning uh, <laughs> is winning. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Forgive me, Father, if I have Zen. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of funny. I, I was hanging out with Aaron, actually, last night. Um, I got to go over and see him, and I had to explain to him what Zen was. Oh, yeah. 
But what was even funnier about that is as I'm explaining, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I was like, to me, it's the vaping of chewing tobacco. That's, That's exactly how I what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um, a good way to put it. So I have realized that while I have partaken, uh, typically through you, of chewing tobacco or dip, um, I don't hate it. I like it. It's just cumbersome to me. Yeah. Um, however, what I have come as I'm, I am a sunflower seed guy. Um, obviously, if I was ever on the field, I probably wouldn't do that because I'd be super afraid I would just choke or have one go through my fucking lip or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't do that. But I am definitely a sunflower seed man. Um, however, um, I have realized that apparently it's about as gross as dipping. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Charlotte, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte fucking hates it. Uh, in fact, we borderline got in a fight about it. She was just like, I can't handle it. I cannot handle you watching a baseball game and also eating sunflower seeds. <laughs> I used to uh, do sunflower seeds like on long drives, like from you know Fort Wayne to Cincinnati or whatever. Um, and uh, I would basically just have a big old bag of sunflower seeds in the passenger seat, uh, an empty cup in the in the cup holder, and I would just spit these gross shells into this styrofoam cup whilst driving it's very it's very gross <laughs> but so is dipping even more so <laughs> yeah i get. i guess it's like that's kind of why i like sided with sunflower seeds and and i like it because it's like a little bit more work it gives me something to kind of just do orally which i have a pretty big oral fi- fixation i've i've realized yeah you do um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course I do. Um, but yes, apparently it is just as fucking gross as dipping. So kind of, <laughs> kind of really can't win there or not win. All right. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mitch, do you have a favorite pitch that you like to see pitchers throw? Is there um, one that you just love seeing a good pitcher with whatever that pitch might be? Kind of just go out there and throw it. I love just any sort of fucking nasty pitch that has a ton of movement. Sometimes it can be, most often that's a slider. It'll just start up here, and then at the last second it'll hang down, and just Mm -hmm. like, how did you even do that? Or sometimes people have fastballs that go upwards. I don't know how the hell you do that. Like, how do you throw something straight, you know? 90 degrees across from you and then at the last second you get it to move upwards that's like right. defying gravity man i don't get it <laughs> i love yeah. seeing that shit <laughs> no i uh i i'm in total agreement. i mean there's nothing better than just seeing a nasty curve or a nasty slider yeah. um or just even a nasty cutter um sometimes I, I i don't see cutters as much but when you do see one that cuts really really well yeah. it's like oh man um I, I think we would both be remiss if we didn't say that we both do st- love the knuckleball. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. But that whole pitch is based around that what it can what it can do movement wise. But I mean, I so so I'm in pretty much agreement. I love seeing sliders. I love seeing curves. Um, I I hate the change up a little bit mm-hmm. just because it's like fastball, fastball, change up, mm-hmm. and the change up doesn't tend to have a whole lot of movement. It's just slow. Yeah, that's the thing. It throws people off because there's almost as much movement as a slider but it's like 75 miles an hour and i'm not gonna brag but i could probably hit 75 miles an hour (laughs) i i wholeheartedly don't think you can um i maybe i don't know you did you did impress me when we were playing catch and you started to actually like throw like a pitch you were rifling it in there i was a little bit impressed to be honest yeah i got a little Um, bit of a gun (laughs) um because because i don't think pitching is just about strength um but anyways I, i i don't think man i I do love seeing, though, when a pitcher comes out on the mound and he's hot and he's just throwing 98, 99 fucking 
four seam fastballs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so cool to see. But the game is kind of built around the fastball now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it's also I mean, uh, sliders and curveballs have been a lot more pre- uh, pre- pre- prevalent, uh, mostly because of the whole pine tar thing, which we can or cannot get into, which, you, you know, your call. Um, I don't mind. Um, but here's my thing with the whole pine tar incident. It's kind of like corking your bat or steroids. It makes the game so much more fun to watch. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah we we can't. I, it would almost have to be a whole episode, man, because it, yeah. it's a and lot we, to dissect. I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before in some of the previous uh, dugout episodes too, so we don't really have to get into it. But true, I have a better understanding of it now. Mm-hmm. I will say I will, we'll do we'll do a slight little tangent here where I want to talk about Trevor Bauer a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. now Trevor Bauer has found himself at the middle of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of ways, because for a long time he called out, oh God, whatever that fucking pitcher was, uh, Lucas Giolito. I or... think so. Yeah, it's I the... think the Yankees guy. The Yankees guy, because yeah. it was the one he actually like was kind of had played with and always yeah. kind of been a rival with um, for using pine tar because of how much you know um, he increased his uh, spin mm-hmm. and stuff um and then out of nowhere after trevor bauer didn't do very hot started to increase the spin after he said you can't and they're like so did trevor bauer start to use pine tar or go-go juice apparently <laughs> there's that one it's it's weird man it's i'm kind of with you like i've always had a problem with steroids just because first off i mean okay they're just gonna kill you so maybe don't do steroids yeah. and i don't think we should like once again you're a bit you're a baseball player you're you're a kid's hero somewhere maybe don't do steroids mm-hmm. <laughs> um substances though i don't feel is like i don't know it's like a weird thing there's a, everybody's freaking out about like it's cheating uh, it's just baseball's weird with it man i mean i've i've we could get into it later but i've been watching ken's burn ken burns baseball really i've been, I've been going through that again and um it, they describe baseball as a game where you could kind of cheat in it yeah definitely yeah so it's kind of like it, it's i think people do get way too involved in the purest of of baseball it's like people have kind of always cheated mm-hmm. yeah well that's that's the whole reason kind of trevor bauer is so open about potentially using pine tar is because for you know he he was trying to get them to change the rules and then after you know for so long of complaining about it and seeing other people like take off their careers taking off because of cheating he was like well fuck it if they're not going to change the rules i'm just going to be super open about using pine tar like can't beat them join them um, right so maybe if i do this as well t- being on such a public platform um this will get them to change something um and there's i i've been listening to like podcasts and like john boy has a pretty good podcast about it they just talked about this uh, last episode but they're getting to the point of like they baseball like wants to make a rule about it but they don't know where to start uh because essentially they they're getting all this attention which which is good for baseball um it's good for uh basically what what john boy said is he's pretty sure that they're in the process of making a rule about pine tar but they don't know which chemicals to uh to make a, a rule about so they're they're currently testing a bunch of different products and pine tar variations and are going to ha- come up with a you know a list of like all right these are the banned substances um they just don't know yet 
I mean, I just I thought it was pretty simple to me. It was like just just pick what they can use because clearly ninety five percent of pitchers are using some kind of substance mm-hmm. to get those pitches. Just pick what they can use. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just you know, tell them what they can't use mm-hmm. because they're all using it. Just pick one and just regulate it. Yeah, you know, it's just like even corking a bats. I think like maybe there can be a medium of people do want to see home runs. Um, if players are corking their bats so much, just make like how much you can cork it a legal thing. Like, I just, I don't think you have to, I mean, this used to be a game where people would purposely take their fucking spike shoes and just ram it into fucking somebody's foot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think we can like meet in the middle here a little bit. (laughs) Um, anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, last question uh mitch is there a baseball tradition that you enjoy what is your favorite baseball tradition whether it be a thing that maybe people don't like like not swinging on a three and oh pitch or you know or or a fan thing like i i I have one if it if it will help my favorite my my favorite baseball tradition is the seventh inning stretch yeah okay that's a fun one yeah just because they do it at like every game it is kind of it's just like a fun break it's kind of like a baseball halftime or intermission everyone just seems take me out to the ball game it's just (laughs) i don't know it's just it's just fun it kind of like feels very traditional and Mm old-timey yeah without too many negative connotations behind it you know what i'm saying like there's nothing really wrong with it everybody just gets up everybody hits the vendors like takes a piss everybody gets up and sings uh take me out to the ball game they typically ball teams will you know the the arena will have something go on it's like oh this is uh jerry he's he's from the he's from the vine put it in reverse terry and then he comes out on the field and everybody's like put it in reverse terry oh my god yeah, they do something like that or yeah, something yeah yeah so that that's probably my favorite yeah that's awesome i like the um uh the first pitch uh sometimes i'll get like celebrities or just yeah. sometimes just random people to come out and throw the first pitch um which is always fun to watch um probably my favorite tradition since you mentioned uh you know not swinging on three and oh something along more along those lines is um i kind of love the tradition of we were talking about how there's like unspoken rules of baseball one of the unspoken rules of baseball and it's a very hot topic is just like beaning people like like hitting the shit out of them like that's we might talk about this later um with the whole like nick castellanos uh reds uh cardinals brawl basically happened because castellanos got beamed and then there was a fight i kind of love the almost fraternity like gangster shit is like hey you hit my player we're gonna fight we're gonna have a problem uh we're gonna clear the benches um or then the next time they come up to bat like it might not you know it might not be a fight but it's like all right next time you come up to bat i'm gonna hit the shit out of you just saying everybody knows it (laughs) yeah yeah and then the ump always like comes out like hey you you (laughs) cut it out yeah exactly (laughs) like they have any control i dude i love um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I kind of love that one, too. I, I kind of always am like, oh, man, I kind of hope they just bean this guy. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> um, there's a couple there's a couple players that I do not like. Yep. And there's a couple batters I just hate. And I was like, especially the, the more dramatic their batting fucking stance is, the more I'm like, oh, just bean him. Just fucking rock him. <laughs> Get that smug look off his face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I was, oh, God, I, I just. But, yeah, yeah. Um, 
no i agree i agree um okay well that was that was what i had for the lightning round so mitch we can get into the main uh meat and potatoes here um talk about everything i think i think it's if for those who don't know who have made it this far we're going to be talking about the reds a lot yeah i think it's just kind of the thing to talk about um we're going to talk a lot about the reds i have some notes you probably have some notes uh, Mitch, just start us out. Get it. What do you want to? Where do you want to start? Where do you right want to on. talk about first? Okay. Well, let's start here. Um, you mentioned we're going to talk a lot about the Reds, which we normally do. But this is, the, I feel like, the first year where it's kind of acceptable to talk about the Reds for an entire yeah. podcast uh, yeah. because we're finally getting some of the spotlight. Um, ESPN starting to recognize us. Uh, there was a whole episode of uh, Talking Baseball, did an episode just about how the Reds are kind of kicking ass this year. And I know it's fairly early in the season, and this will most likely come back to bite me in the ass. But as of right now, um, the Reds are kicking ass. Um, six and two. Did you watch any of the game last night? Uh, last night I did not. I didn't watch the game. I was I was over there hanging out with Aaron. So yeah. that game I did not watch. However, the game before when they went to the tenth inning, I did watch that game. <laughs> oh, cool. However, yeah, yeah. So I watched like the first five innings and then I turned it off because they just like blew blew the game. And I was like, well, I'm kind of kind of bummed now. But anyway, still, despite that, um, I do kind of have some cool statistics um, that I did up, up update this morning after the loss. Um, so as of right now, the Reds are six and two. Um, the second best record in the whole league. The only person, the only uh, team better than them is the Dodgers, and they are seven and two. And the Dodgers won the World Series last year, so I think right. we're in pretty good company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Besides that, uh, here's a fun, just couple fast stats. They also are kind of holding a couple cool records right now. Let's talk about Tyler Naquin who before this year didn't know who he was. Yes. Um, basically, who he is, is um, he filled in for uh, Jesse Winker while he was out uh, on the injured list. Um, and he was he's not even technically a part of the starting nine, but he's number one on the home run uh, leaders list for this year he, with five home runs. Um, he's number one on the RBI list. He's got 14 RBIs first place on both of those things which is insane because he's not technically he wasn't even supposed to start um, right but then basically after jesse winker came back the reds were like well we're not getting rid of naquin just throw <laughs> find a place for a man like <laughs> right so that was kind of cool um obviously castellanos is a stud um he's tied for fourth on the hits uh so far he's got 12 um and then a really awesome dude that we're gonna talk about a lot jonathan india um Tied for third on the RBI lists, he's got 11, and he's a rookie. Dude's like 23, 24 years old, something like that, and he's a fucking monster. (laughs) If Erica's listening to this, she's going to laugh at me, because I have not shut up about this guy for like two weeks. And she's like, you have a man crush? I was like, yeah, I know I do. (laughs) Yeah, no, I kind of do too, man. I have loved seeing Jonathan India play, the Red Sparrow, the Flying Dutchman. Um, I love him. He's great. He just seems like a, a guy who's fucking happy to be there. Um, and, and he is. He's also a great player. He's doing great. I He's think amazing. I've only seen him have like one error mm-hmm. so far this season. He did drop a fly out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's his rookie year. Like you said, he's he's getting you know, what was he ranked in RBIs? Uh, he's third, uh, third in the whole league. RBIs. He's got 11 RBIs. 
that's amazing. Rookie yeah. year, you know what I mean? Like, and this guy swings at fucking everything. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. He is just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He swings on first pitches. He'll swing at shit inside. Like, he, mm-hmm. he just goes for it. But he'll get these double he'll get he'll hit a double well the thing i like about him and um one of the reasons one of the cool things that i think the reds are doing this year that they haven't done in previous years is they either and joey Votto's even talked about this a lot is he used to either go up there and try to walk or he would try to hit a home run and there was no in between. Um, now they're a little bit more. The, their their bats are they're not as afraid to swing at stuff, even though they know they're not going to hit a home run. What especially about Jonathan India? What I like about him is that he is so good at placement. Like he knows, okay, I need to hit this ball here because there's nobody there. I he he's not a strong hitter. He doesn't have any home runs. Um, no, he just he's... happens to hit it into the short outfield where nobody is standing, <laughs> and yeah. that is going to be a hit every time. <laughs> exactly. Now he did almost homer. Um yeah. not the last game but the game before. He out right field. I mean it dropped right before the fence. Um but you're right. He's not like a strong strong hitter. He's 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 quicker. Mm-hmm. Um But you're right. Yeah, placement is big. Like you said just making contact. And you're totally right. That was a big thing that Votto said is you know, I'm 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 not going to be he I mean basically like he was just quoted <laughs> just being like I'm I'm not going to get on base. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to just I need to just make good contact with the ball and that's what he's been doing. That's kind of what everybody's been doing. Yeah. And then I I see so my first note and what I have and, and and this is where we can segue a little bit is I am just seeing a completely different team mm-hmm. than I've seen in the past few years. I just think like the intensity of the team is different, totally different. I mean, Vado out there changed his stance. He has yeah. a completely different stance now. He's standing all the way straight fucking up. Mm-hmm. Um, very different. But Votto, and I think this is why, because we talked about Votto. I, I I think every Reds fan loves Votto. But we all know that Votto cost a shit ton of money mm-hmm. and is a leader and is good for that, that dugout. He is. He is good for the team. But he doesn't always put up the numbers like he used to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being a person who, as much as I could love a player, I'm also like, are you taking up all the salary <laughs> yeah. and, and and not performing. I don't think that Votto is the case at all. I think the fact that Votto was like, you know, I want to change my batting stance. I'm not going to be hitting homers all goddamn day. I'm going to just mm-hmm. make solid contact with the ball. Um, I'm going to take it fucking seriously. I, I saw him strike out and he was pissed or mm-hmm. no, he popped the ball up and like super crazy mad at himself. Cause yeah. he, he would have had a chance to, you know, put the reds in the lead. So, um, you know seeing that intensity seeing you know the young guys come up the older guys like like because what's between Vado and Mustakis, like i really see them as leaders of the team yeah and yeah. i'm kind of hoping long term that if Vado should retire or or really change what he's doing with the reds that Mustakis might take his place mm-hmm. um because i see a lot of that between the two mm-hmm. um yeah just he's them- definitely one of the more senior guys man like a um it, it, and it's kind of crazy to see the dynamic kind of shift because like castellanos is a super young guy too um but he is definitely one of the team leaders just in terms of his attitude um he's always you know just getting everybody psyched and um he's really intense man like i mean the fight goes to show you like he he he's definitely a team leader and the 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 other crazy part is like going into this season the people that i thought would be most valuable suarez and vado haven't really produced a lot but the other guys have kind of taken over as the leaders of the team the you know the hard hitters um 
but it's cool. No, I think Votto definitely like knows his place. I think he's still valuable to the team, but in a, in a different way now, where he's yeah. there for morale um, and also just kind of consistency. Like he 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 can still, for the most part, he can still draw a walk. He can still get a single if he needs to. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's the whole thing. I I actually that's what I love about Votto is that he's admitting to himself, I'm I'm older. <laughs> I, I I I mean, he still can put him over the fence. It's just people know that. Um, they pinch against him. Mm-hmm. Um, he does get, you know, he does get walked a lot. Well, the, actually, he just got a walk for the first time in the whole season, like a couple games ago. Like it took okay, him, yeah. took him a while <laughs> to finally draw a walk. But anyways, no, yeah, it's just he he realized he's got to play different. I'm changing my batting stance. I'm doing this. I am coming out with a little bit more, you know, fire. Because um, Votto's always been kind of stoic. I mean, he mm-hmm. would get pissed off or get excited, but he has a stoicism ninety yeah. percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see him you know kind of have a little bit more there um well mitch let's talk about it let's move on let's talk about uh the bench clear let's talk yeah. about what happened there um and let, let's set it up for people who maybe don't know um so cassianos uh got hit by pitch uh in an early part of game against cardinals mm-hmm. okay right yeah okay correct yeah. correct me if i'm wrong because the series of events is cassianos gets hit by pitch yeah, it was the first series of the season. It was the second game of the season. It was the second game of the season. Gets <laughs> yeah. hit by a pitch, not happy about it. Um, later on, he ends up getting to come. Uh, he he gets hit home. So he's mm-hmm. so he's coming home uh, on a wild pitch, I believe. Yeah, I think he was just on third, and there was like a pass ball, and he just decides to steal. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a wild pitch. He decides to steal home coming in pitcher comes in to play home uh ball gets thrown to the pitcher and he just beats him on the slide but they get all tangled up together somehow mm-hmm. and the he pitcher, ends like, up knees him in the back it looked painful it, did. it it was a pretty painful little collision but like he he got it he got the call safe but somehow ended up on top of him and just popped up and and very much in his face just hit him with a let's fucking go <laughs> yeah. um brilliant which it it took it, I wondered what he said for a minute, but then you could just see like I was like, oh yeah, he was like, let's fucking go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Molina, the catcher for the Cardinals, did not like that. Nope, not at all. <laughs> and bench is cleared, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bench is fucking cleared. Um, so that that's what happened. Um, I think we kind of both know our opinion on it, but. Just for the sake of argument. I mean, what do you... Because they suspended him for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They suspended, they suspended him for him a few for games. like two games, but then I think he was like trying to repeal it or he something was, because yeah. it was stupid. Um, so basically, here's here's my thoughts. And so to to back up from that, the day before that, um, Castellanos hit a home run, and when he hit his home run, he was being a little bit too braggy about it. He did the kind of slow trot. He like flipped his bat. He, he did a bat flip. And that's another you know the thing I love about baseball. There's such weird traditions where and like spoken rules like oh you're not supposed to do that you're not you're not supposed to celebrate when you hit a home run so because he flipped his bat and was psyched the cardinals were like well that fucking guy's going down so the very next game they hit him um which is what led up to all this yeah bigger yeah thank you bigger context i forgot about that part yeah um 
Well, you know what? What what I think happened is I there's not a doubt in my mind that it was an in, intentional, even though you know they're not going to come out and say he was being trying to hit him intentionally. Um, but then watching interviews with Castellanos, like he's just an intense guy. Like I don't think he was trying to. He wasn't going to start a fight with the pitcher he didn't even know. He was just excited about scoring. Um, oh, and, and it was I, a painful play. Like I, <laughs> he was in the moment. <laughs> and I watched his celebration, and I remember his celebration. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. It was yeah. not egregious. He did a, blat, a bat flip. He did a little slow jog, and, they were, and he looked towards the dugout. It was not that bad. Mm-hmm. I've seen terrible ones that are a little <laughs> bit like, all right, come on, yeah. homie. Like, <laughs> now, now you literally are just taking longer to get around the fucking bases. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, yeah. because I, I sometimes I'm like, well, I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm not saying don't celebrate, but yeah, don't like walk around. You've been hitless the whole game. Don't like walk around the entire <laughs> diamond exactly. like you own the fucking place. Like you just exactly. finally hit a whole run. Right. But anyways. That's I think that one that's one of the things I I do love about baseball even though it's kind of stupid that there's so much drama and unwritten rules and oh I can't do this. It's almost like watching an episode of Sopranos. I've been talking about Sopranos a lot, really into it. Yeah. Sidebar. Yeah, um, you are. But there's <laughs> there's there's this just air of like you got to respect your elders. You got to, you know, be a good teammate. You got to stick up for your team when they get when they get shit on. We're going to go out here and we're going to fuck these guys up, you know. <laughs> like <you're> gonna, <laughs> Go out here. Is. We're gonna solve it. We're gonna talk to him. I just want to talk to him. Do it. Exactly. Hey. hey. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I I I think that's a cool thing about baseball is like there's no other sport that has that much like drama in a way. <laughs> Not to the level that it is in baseball, where it's very intimate, right? Yes. <laughs> like you know when somebody's pissed. Yeah, yeah. There's no face masks. There's no, like, you <laughs> see them react in the moment, and you could read their lips really well is what I've learned now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I love, like, see, I'm like, oh, he's saying fuck. Yep. He's saying fuck and fuck <laughs> that. Um, he, he got criticized. I, I think it's dumb. I don't think Cassiano said anything. I think did the Cardinals have a right to get mad at the let's fucking go i i, I would have been like melina too i'm like don't fucking yell at my pitcher in the face mm-hmm. i've done the same thing i would have stood up for my teammate mm-hmm. what's dumb is that like they did try or at least trying to spend Cassianas for a few games and then like melina got nothing yeah right and it's like okay yeah he may have been saying it for his teammate but if one does if if somebody does something and then melina comes up and shoves him yeah, yeah, he should get in trouble too if that's Cassiano's, what you're trying to he enforce. Was, he was walking back to the bench. It was over, it and was then Melina basically grabs him by the neck and tries to like stop him and like, all right, so you're the one that instigated this. <laughs> and 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 I, as a person who like never played sports actually competitively, but yes, I was in a gym class or two. <laughs> and if I had somebody trash talk me, I played better. Yeah. So I just think it's a dumb thing for the MLB to get really up in arms about. It's like he didn't hurt him, he didn't do anything intentional. They just got tangled up, and he was psyched, and he was like, "Yeah, let's fucking go, like mm-hmm. yeah. try again." Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it's just weird. I just think it's stupid. I'm glad, I'm glad it happened in the sense that it it, it showed that the Reds are a different team. They're playing mm-hmm. with an intensity. They're playing with a fry. But you know what's so dumb about fucking baseball? They're getting criticized for that. Now everybody's like, oh, they're swaggy and they're, you know, they're doing this. They're, mm-hmm. they're not like, you know, they're not what the Reds should be. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I just want to fucking win, man. Yeah, exactly. This team has been good, but has not been great. 
mm-hmm. and can has not gone even close to the distance and um for a while and i just really i don't know they need it and all yeah. the other thing about all the younger teams like the padres um I, the Dodgers, I don't know if there are a young team per se, but I'm just saying, like, think mm-hmm. about all the teams that are popping off in baseball, right? They mm-hmm. got young guys, they celebrate, they do stuff, they don't play with such this, like, stoicism that I just yeah. find to be unnecessary, yeah. especially no, when you're, I, like, I think, winning. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, I, I think what's happening is really good for the game because baseball has always had this kind of pompous, like you said, stoic attitude that, uh, you know, we're going to shook, we're going to go out there and we're going to show some respect and um, we're going to respect the game and don't celebrate too much. But now all these young guys are like, this is a blast. I'm having fun making millions of dollars playing baseball and winning is what we're here to do. We should celebrate. And I think it's cool. I, I, I like watching people celebrate because it's, it's awesome. Well, you want them to care. So, yeah. like, it gets frustrating when you're watching a game. They're winning. There's just it, it, I want that intensity, man. I just mm-hmm. I want them to care as much as like we do. Yeah. Like we we like we will root you through it all, but please like put that effort. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Show us that you care. <laughs> yeah. But right. all right, Mitch. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch it over to you a little bit. I felt like I dominated the conversation a little bit. So what 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 do you have left that you want to discuss? Uh, no, that's okay. I did have just a couple more stats I wanted to throw at you. Um, so I mentioned you know all the studs that are like holding records for the major leagues right now, which is just unheard of. Um, here's another fun stat. Um, so in the first seven games, the Reds scored 63 runs. Remember last year in the oh. postseason when they didn't score any runs? And yes. everybody was like, fuck this. They've scored 63 runs in the first seven games. Um, the only other two teams in history to do that have were the 62 Cardinals and the 1950 Yankees. The Reds are the third team ever to score that many runs in the first seven games of the season. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the team below them is the 79 Reds? Um, it could be the 76 Reds, I think. Might have 76 done that too. Reds. Yeah. The, the, the big red machine Reds. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. The big red machine Reds. So, yeah. I mean, and, 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 and that's insane. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I know this season I was excited for it. I just, as a Reds fan, I don't think we really expected any of this. Yeah. Um, I didn't pay attention to the offseason moves. I didn't pay attention to the offseason. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it was there. The grumblings were there. Um, but I definitely think they made a lot of changes. Um, one thing for me um, is that, well, I, I will say that like the only thing is that the division the Reds are in is not amazing. Mm-hmm. So I, I do feel like we're jumping the gun a little bit. Be just because like because they're for this series that they're in the middle of right now playing the Arizona Diamondbacks are we've seen some flaws they won yeah. the first game of the series going into extra innings because they definitely gave up some runs when they didn't need to um because the pitching staff is great that's another thing the Reds bullpen is phenomenal except for last night <laughs> except for la- that's the thing though and then and then last night they did lose they they kind of bungled the game there a little bit so Still got a ways to go. I don't know mm-hmm. if this is a year where we'll really see him even maybe make it to the World Series. But yeah. I think, though, if this team goes the distance and can get through those dog days at the end of the season, go into the postseason um, and play like they've been playing, if they can at least maintain a solid consistency, mm-hmm. we're going to see the Reds at least go pretty dang far. 
So I think this could be the season if they can do it the whole season. That is my only concern. There's not a lot of baseball left. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, that was the thing you mentioned the like the off season moves. There really wasn't any, Uh, and I follow like the Red subreddit, and that's what I thought. Everybody on the subreddit is just super negative all the time. It's almost kind of comical that everybody was just pissed. They're like, "Well, the only thing we did in the off season, we got rid of Trevor Bauer. We got rid of our best pitcher. Who did we add? Not really anybody. We picked up Jonathan India, like day." before like opening day like nobody had yeah. really known who he even was <laughs> and, I, and um, I don't think he knew he was starting no yeah like, like <laughs> he was as surprised as yeah. I think everybody else was <laughs> exactly um, so yeah I don't know I think I think baseball can be encapsulated by that though I think there's moments where it's kind of like lightning in a jar you know mm-hmm. like i i think there can just be those moments i think this could be one i don't know i can tell you as a reds fan we're certainly optimistic i mean it's it's been super fun to watch the games mm-hmm. and and see these guys do it so um yeah what else, what else you got you got any more stats no not really any more stats um there were some really cool stats but then the reds fucked that up last night uh, if they were, if, if they would have won, if they would have scored over five runs last night, which they didn't, um, they would have been the only like uh, one in like four teams in history to like score five runs in a row, like uh, five runs each game for the first eight games of the season. There were, but they weren't. They didn't do it. So. Oh, okay. Um, I did have something not stat related, but also super funny. Um, so I mentioned the um, the Reds uh, subreddit. If you haven't uh-huh. been on there, you got to check it out. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I don't think I follow it. I think I follow the Columbus Blue Jackets subreddit, but okay. I don't think I follow the Reds yet. Somebody posted this last night. Apparently, this is from a um, a Craigslist post on the Cincinnati Craigslist. They just took okay. a screenshot of it. I, uh, so, little context here: um, the Reds did this thing where um, if you're if you got vaccinated and like showed them your vaccination card, you got like discounted tickets. Right. And certain people, not going to name names, certain people are pissed about this. <laughs> they think it's, they compared it to Nazis. They compared it to Nazi Germany. They're Whoa. Like, <laughs> That's a hop, skip, and a jump exactly. there. Oh, my God. Christ. I've heard so many people be like, oh, you know, in Nazi Germany, they made the Jews wear stars of David. That, that's what we're going to be with our vaccination cards. They're going to make us show these cards. <laughs> anyway, um, so I just, it'll make more sense here in a minute. Oh, okay. So this Craigslist post is titled Reds Baseball Chinese Communist Vaccine Social Shaming Tickets for Sale. One dollar. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, oh my God. So that's just the title. Here it here it is. Here's the meat. It says Selling Reds Chinese Communist Party Shaming Tickets, question mark. You know, the tickets you get at a discount if you can prove you've gotten a vaccination you don't want or need. So those without the vaccine are getting shamed into getting it. That's a ploy right there out of the Chinese Communist Party playbook. It's kind of funny because you only have to have had the first shot. What a farce. <laughs> Why go to a game that used to be the National Pass Pastime, spelled P-A-S-S, uh, but is now the political pastime, again, P-A-S-S, political pastime just to get shamed and pay more for a ticket on top of being socially shamed, question mark. And you only qualify for a lesser seat because you're bad and haven't gotten a shot. No thanks. Uh, And here we all are. 
and here we all were led to believe that Castellini was a good Catholic, but he's okay with pushing a vaccine that uses cells from aborted babies. Well played, in quotation marks, Mr. Owner. <laughs> it seems the Reds and MLB would rather make money in China and are willing to trade our freedoms for them to make that money. Sad. Really sad. <laughs> What? I just thought you'd get a kick out of that. Homie, that uh, is... little Craigslist post section there. That is like a QAnon fucking... Like, so deep... Oh my god. Yeah, I thought you would like this. this specifically, the he's okay with pushing a vaccine that uses cells from aborted babies. Yeah, um, sure, dude. I mean, I think, like, maybe stem cell research helps create vaccines. I, here... Honey, does still cell does stem cell research have anything to do with vaccines? Okay, yes, Charlotte has confirmed. Oh, so I have confirmation that the only vaccine that used stem cell research was Johnson and Johnson. The other Moderna and Pfizer did not use stem cell research. Hmm. Oh, so aborted babies do actually have a thing. Okay. Okay, so apparently there are cells. Oh, it's that thing. Okay, so there... <laughs> there was one baby in the 70s. Okay, okay. So there is there was one baby in the 70s that was aborted that they, use, that they still use cell forms, and they refer to it as the immortal cells. Weird. That they use in stem cell research to with all this i don't i i'm unfamiliar with the details but that's okay essentially <laughs> i didn't think that that actually had any relevance so i'm surprised by that i i didn't think that there was any truth to that at all but okay well no ask her the most important part is there aborted baby cells in the vaccines so are there <laughs> aborted baby cells in the vaccines no, no. Okay. But. <laughs> but. But. Brought this up. So the Catholic Church is actually urging people to get the Moderna or the Pfizer vaccine because oh. they don't use anything associated with the stem cell research that is benefited from the cells of one aborted baby in the 70s. Interesting. Also, flu vaccines apparently are also made with stem cell research i knew she would know that's why i asked <laughs> yeah yeah well i'm glad i'm glad she was there yeah we we actually didn't even so, have to do any research and passed off a little bit of factual information <laughs> yeah so essentially i mean this, um, this guy but this gentleman is taking one element of this whole thing and blowing it way out of proportion Absolutely. and clearly is catholic and just doesn't vibe with the Reds' decision to do that. And whole, so are you just not a Reds fan anymore? Like, that's my question to him. So why the fuck do you care then? Just, I mean, are you going to just walk away from being a Reds fan? If so, then great. We don't fucking want you. <laughs> but that's my question is like when people make these very strong moral stances, like, uh, like I, I guess that's my thing is like, what does it achieve? Uh, I mean, Really, all it achieves is uh, we make fun of them on our podcast. <laughs> exactly. So, no, it's just, whew, all right, yeah. Uh, Charlotte knew a lot about that. I, yeah, I'll she be did. frank. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's really smart. I, I'll be frank. Sometimes I forget. Um, but, 
No, that's awesome. So, no, that was totally unrelated, but I got a big kick out of that, and I thought you would, too. <laughs> I, I did. I did. So, um, well, the the last little few things I got that maybe I just want to bring up, uh, is it me, or is Tucker Barnhart just fucking insane? <laughs> He's pretty um, weird, right? A little bit. Uh, expand a little bit more. I, you, I think you know more about him than I do. Well, just like uh, so, the thing with Tucker Barnhart, I like watching the guy. I think he's really, I, I think he's a good player. I think he's a fun player. I think he, I think he is a fairly good leader. Um, he he wears. So I, I heard this. I figured out for a long time. I thought he painted his fingernails to help with the signs, mm. um, but he doesn't. There's a company that actually makes peel like you just peel them on uh, um, that okay. fit to your fingernail to help with the signs. Gotcha. Um, oh, I've seen that. I've always wondered. Yeah, just to help the pitcher see the yeah. signs. Um, but then he—I'm pretty sure the guy wears eyeliner. Could be. <laughs> and I'm pretty, but I'm pretty sure he does that just in the same reason he wears because he wears uh, uh, what's it called? The, the eye black stuff. Eye, eye black. Yeah, he yeah. wears eye black. But I also think he likes to wear eyeliner because I think for the same reason to help to help with uh, the sunlight and stuff because huh. he has very pretty eyes. <laughs> okay. And I'm always kind of like. Homie, do you do your lashes? Like he, I, if you've seen this guy's eyelashes, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So I've not really he, paid that much attention to his eyelashes. He just so that's the thing. I see this guy who's catching behind home, right? And he's got painted nails, or well, at the, at the time I thought painted nails, shit ton of eye black, eyeliner on, giant eyelashes. I'm like. Do we got like David Bowie catching for the Reds? <laughs> like this dude is just trip, and he's fucking intense. I think he he almost got he got close, not to getting ejected, but he 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 has chirped the 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 most at an umpire that I've seen on the okay, Reds. Okay, yeah, um, just a really intense guy. Just really, and then Tyler Stevenson, I think, is the other catcher. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, the boring kind of kind of a milk toast kind of individual, in mm-hmm. my opinion. He's young. I don't think he's. I think it might be his rookie year. I don't remember. Um, second or third. I he was definitely okay. there last year. Okay, so he's been around a minute. Yeah. So, but yeah, just I don't know. I just didn't know if anybody else noticed that, and I don't. I don't remember. I don't know how long Tucker Barnhart has actually been on the Reds. I think he's been on there for a few seasons, hasn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. He just strikes me <laughs> as an odd cat. Like I said, I was just like, I I can't pig this guy. Yeah, that's strange, man. The he. The, the, the the cool thing I like about him and 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 for some reason this is kind of like the catcher's uh, reputation and it, and it doesn't really matter what team the catchers are kind of in charge of they play a really important role um, and not only kind of like helping decide which pitches to throw um, but also like they get a chance to kind of chirp the batters chirp the umpires um their team leaders just because of where they're physically located um and i i you the weird thing is you never really see like a young successful or like young spry catcher that's also like really good most of the catchers in my opinion are like sometimes chubby not the most athletic um really good hitters um really good yeah. team leaders but and he definitely fits that profile but then he yeah, the also ca- wears eyeliner <laughs> uh, right and, and and that's also i think that's what it is is like i because i at first i was like i don't know how to feel about this guy some people really don't like him mm. um but i'm starting to like really kind of like him you know what i mean i'm starting to get yeah. into him a little bit just because like he does fit that profile of like uh 
just like catchers are always a little bit weird yeah and i think yeah. like he's he's really doing that so yeah i don't know i just i didn't know if i was the only one or if i was just late <laughs> to the game on tucker barnhart and i'm like this guy seems a little unhinged right <laughs> but he also has a look in his eyes like he just looks fucking insane yeah yeah i can see that <laughs> it's i don't know um uh, oh well that I do, one last question yeah um, absolutely me and erica were watching the game last night and uh-huh. castianos came up and i asked her just out of curiosity i was like who do you think the hottest person on the reds is um because you know obviously castianos is out there he's a good looking dude yeah um, he's a handsome fella I, i've always thought suarez is pretty handsome too um and then she was just yeah. like why and and I and I was being a little bit weird about it. She was like, "Are you? Do you have a thing for baseball players?" And I was thinking, I was like, "I I, I might." I was like, "No, I'm asking for you. You know, I, I want you to be engaged in the game. I I want to point out that there are some good looking dudes on this team." Um. So Eli, who do you think the hottest person on the Reds is? Oh, who do I think the hottest Reds player is? Well, I kind of want to real quick, honey. Who who was it that you found the hottest? blonde guy from last year i don't remember but of of what we've watched who who you pointed out a pitcher didn't you who do you think the hottest reds player is okay but attempt where do they play what do they do Oh, the guy who go the guy who goes to independent bookstores. Yeah, he's like, a, isn't he like a relief pitcher or something? He is a pitcher. Is it Doolittle? Yeah, I think it is Doolittle. It should be. <laughs> is it in your search history? <laughs> she googling. <laughs> so I think I just wanted to get Charlotte's opinion because we we we've talked about it a little bit. Um, I think probably, huh? I mean, I can tell you, Tucker Barnhart does have some very beautiful eyes. Yeah, yeah, especially um, with the eyeliner. I, I think, I think Castellanos might be the most. I do think Votto though is handsome as shit though. Yeah, you that know dude else? looks like a ball player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sinzel is fucking gorgeous. I follow him on Instagram. His wife is gorgeous too. Like. What a fucking couple. <laughs> uh no, that's that's fair. Um yeah, I kind of forgot about Zenzel. That's actually one player I really have been liking too, is Zenzel. Um, yeah, he so posted what, a picture of like last year on Instagram. They were like he and his wife were like at the lake together and they posted like them both in bathing suits and I was like, one of the most gorgeous women I've ever seen. One of the most gorgeous dudes I've ever seen. He's got he's got the six pack abs. He's just like totally right. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um what's what what's his first name, honey? So Sean Doolittle oh, Sean is Doolittle. Charlotte's yeah, yeah, yeah. favorite. Okay, yeah. And I do recall him being pretty handsome. Yeah. Also, I like Doolittle. I like his stuff. I like his stuff, yeah. He's got uh, good stuff. Uh, De Leon. Oh, yeah. Really impressed by him. Yeah. I, I don't think I really had seen him pitch too much. He had kind of a rocky start, but man, he was, he was throwing nice stuff yeah well i think if i remember right he was the one who like hasn't actually pitched a like full game since 2016 and then he just came out of nowhere and the reds picked him up and they're like yeah we'll see if he can do it and he can (laughs) yeah uh, yeah 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 
Um, so yeah, I think my vote is gonna go to. I, I still think my vote's gonna be Votto. I, I gotta vote Votto. Well, Jonathan India though is pretty handsome. The Red you know Sparrow, the Flying Dutchman. That's a good one too. I love. He's got the most glorious hair, man. You yeah, know they actually I don't, I don't can't think I like... figure out how to get his helmet to stay on because of his hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're still <laughs> workshopping it. What I, I would say, Vada would be higher on my list, but he's got the super short like buzz cut, and I've never really been into that. Like, he looks a gonna... little scary. <laughs> a little bit. But with like a hat on, he looks a little bit more normal. But yeah, yeah. without his hat, he looks fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> like he is fucking scary. Um, so yeah, I think my overall vote will actually probably go to Jonathan India. Um, because I think he's he's got a he he's got a Johnny Depp look. He does. I he does, whatever yeah. th- that announcer was fucking right. Um also can we talk about Barry Larkin and <laughs> Just the fucking insanity that are the Reds announcers. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I I hate them and love them all at the same time, man. Because there'll just be times where they're talking about shit, and I'm like, what are they talking about? And, <laughs> yeah. But they made me laugh every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I and it drives they do me make up me a wall. Laugh. There, there were a couple times last night where I laughed at something they said. One thing they said that was hilarious, it like showed a close-up of De Leon, and I don't, I don't know which, I don't know their voices very well, so I don't know which one it was that said this, but one of the guys was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know who that is. And then the other guy was like, that's uh, De Leon. He just pitched a couple nights ago. <laughs> like, the own announcers were like, I, I have no idea who that Reds player is. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing on him. <laughs> shuffling through papers. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes we'll we'll go with uh we'll go with uh i'll go with jonathan india we'll take sean doolittle um did erica make a choice what was her pick um she didn't really want to play i mean and i think she would she we've talked about it before and i think she either thinks castellanos or sinzel no they would they would be <laughs> i i think they'd be the total package yeah <laughs> well, but for as far as the podcast though, goes, though, um, Jonathan India, if you're listening to this, congratulations. You made two friends three questions history by being the hottest red. <laughs> there we go. Hottest red this year. Um, you know who is the least hottest red? I could tell you right now. Um, my favorite player to watch, although I don't think he was that good, was Ryan Hannigan. Oh, Fucking yeah. <laughs> monster of a human being. Yeah. Ugly ass Irish motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> um, which is why he was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I miss him. I don't know what happened to the guy. Yeah. Wish him the best. I wish him the best. I saw him hit a double. He did hit. I know he has one double in his stat column okay. as a hitter. <laughs> Can't confirm. All right. Well, I think that's I think that's enough of the dugout. Do you do you have anything else, Mitch? I, that I'm, was about it, man. I, I got nothing else. All right. First dugout episode of the season. Start doing math. I mean, we still got a ways to go with these episodes, especially going bi weekly. So we'll we'll definitely at least have a few more. And uh, I will say that let's let's just say if the Reds were to get into the postseason and to perhaps potentially go to the World Series, um, there's a chance we would maybe live podcast that you i I don't know good idea if we finish the podcast and we get to that point i think we'll at least have to come back and do a dugout episode okay um i do have an idea that i could i could uh pitch to you if i will um that i think we should try at one point i think we should do a dugout episode where we pull up a reds game and we actually try to announce it oh that could be fun so I think what would be fun is we will both turn on the game, mute everything, 
and then we'll try to like we'll invent that's what we'll do we'll invent our announcer characters oh, yes and then we'll try to do a baseball game as announcers for the cincinnati reds and you know who knows maybe they'll pick us up yeah maybe maybe it could be that that's probably what's next for this podcast that's <laughs> trying to move to announcers right. actually i'm totes down with that so yep, absolutely all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. That was a duck out. Uh, we uh, will be back. Yeah. To do another one. Maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe that'll be the next duck out episode. I don't know. Yep. If the Reds, if the Reds win the World Series, we will come back. If they do not, you'll never hear from us again. You'll never. So. We'll delete our Facebooks and everything. <laughs> we'll fucking run off together onto an island. <laughs> we'll disappear. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you yep. for listening. Uh, right. Until next time. Uh, we got it. We got to have a dugout sign off. Do we have one? Oh man, I don't know. I don't think so. Um... Dead air. Just us. <laughs> dead air. Um, how about um, the Reds sign off whenever they win a game? Is uh, and this one belongs to the Reds. Could we squeeze that one somehow in there? Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll say yeah. Actually, there we go. Every dugout episode. That's what we'll say. This one belongs to the Reds. And this one belongs to the Reds. Say it in your most announcer voice.